Ciao, and welcome to The Fatal Charm of Italy, a question-and-answer podcast hosted by me, Rick Zullo, from rickzullo.com. In each episode, my guests and I will attempt to unravel the mysteries of the Bel Paese, diving into diverse topics ranging from cultural curiosities, to travel advice, to language tips, to food discussions, always with a healthy dose of humor and a genuine affection for the object of our shared fixation, that paradise of exiles, Italy. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave an honest review if so inclined. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Buongiorno a tutti, and welcome back to the Fatal Charm of Italy podcast. I'm Rick Zullo, your host, and today it's just me and you. I don't have a guest, but um, I wanted to acknowledge that it is October, and this is Italian American Heritage Month here in the U.S. So um, I wanted to talk about this subject. I've mentioned it on my blog before, but I've never really done much of it on my podcast. So I really want to make this a discussion. I'm hoping anyone who listens to this will give me some feedback because, you know, as an Italian American myself, uh, I, you know, I have mixed emotions about this this celebration. I mean. I think it's great to recognize, obviously, our our heritage, but I think it also gets a little bit um, confused sometimes. I think there are some elements that get injected into the conversation that probably shouldn't be there. And I just want to make sure that, uh, you know, we're kind of staying true to the spirit of this holiday and not wandering too far off topic. Okay, so... I'm going to start with a post that I had a few years back. Uh, I mentioned that I, I was traveling through Italy, and, and I happened to travel through the city of Genoa on the day uh, that is celebrated as Columbus Day in the U.S. So that was a really uh, meta moment, I guess you'd say, um, because I, it made me think about Columbus and his contribution to the discovery of, of the continent of North America and, and how that has sort of evolved over the years. I want to start with the question of, you know, why does Columbus Day, how, how did Columbus Day become so meaningful to Italian Americans and how they identify with with this holiday, with this, uh, with this historical figure? You know, I just want to remind people that, you know, Columbus came from Genova, which was one of the, the maritime republics of Italy. Um, and so he didn't really... This was this was about 350 years before Italy was even a country. You know, these were separate. There were separate republics, uh, city states. You know, it was it was fragmented. It wasn't until 1850. Oh gosh, I'm going to get in trouble here. 1851 that uh, Italy unified. And in in other words, it was 350 years after Columbus discovered America. So many Italian Americans trace their roots to the kingdom of the two Sicilies, which is you know Naples and, and Sicily, and and. Um, that's where I would say, you know, I'm making this up, but I think it's pretty accurate to say 90% of Italian Americans trace their heritage to, to this southern part of Italy, which had absolutely nothing to do with Genoa, um, you know, 350 years before Columbus. So, um, I mean, before unification. So that makes me question, like, how, how did this, how did this become something to Italian Americans when, you know, their their ancestors were from a different country entirely, different language, different culture, um, and and so it just it kind of strikes me as odd that this became he became such a hero to Italian Americans in the twenty and twenty first century. I mean, it's it's like saying, okay, this guy was a hero in a country that uh, we became part of. You know, long after his death, it would be like saying, you know, be, why why aren't they why aren't Americans or Italian Americans equally proud of 
Pocahontas, for example, who uh, was an American hero, and I mean literally American because she was born in the continent of America before it was settled by Europe, Europeans, or you know, around the same time, and 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 so she, why, <laughs> why wouldn't she be an equal hero to Italian Americans? And by the way, I, I'll just say that, you know, I've asked some uh, Italians, too, how they feel about Columbus. And I'm talking about Italians from the, the southern part of Italy, who, again, um, you know, their their region uh, had nothing to do with Genoa before unification. It would be like saying, you know, Genoa and, and Sicily were two different countries the way, you know, Sicily and France were two different countries. So why, you know, why the connection? And, and, and in fact, you know, the Italians do have some pride in, in Columbus, even if they're from a different part of Italy. I guess that's a little more understandable because the country did eventually merge. And so even retroactively, I guess they're part of the same uh, landmass. I mean, if nothing else, but um, it's it's still a little odd to me and, and I can't really put my finger on it. And that's why I'm kind of opening this conversation and hoping that someone else will, will clarify this for me a little bit. Okay, but I'm going to move on a little to another topic. You know, this is all related to the same thing. So, um, you know, when you talk about Italian-American heritage, uh, we often talk, I mean, I think a lot of times it's associated with, you know, New York Italian-Americans, uh, New York, New Jersey, that area. Um, there's That's where the, the biggest or the most famous Little Italy neighborhood was, uh, is, I guess, still. I was there myself a few years back, and I, I wrote about this on my, my blog if you want to look it up. Um, it was a strange experience because you go there and you you're looking for this uh, this history of Ita Italian Americans, and you know you see a lot of Chinese stores and Chinese restaurants just around the block. I mean, there's one little street, I guess Mulberry Street, that's still sort of uh, been maintained a little bit, and there's an Italian American museum there, which is excellent. But I talked to a few of the guys, you know, the neighborhood there, and it was really hard to, you know, to to find that connection. I, the guys certainly didn't speak any Italian, and you know. It, it, it was more like a, you know an episode from The Sopranos, which um, you know that that's a whole nother topic. I mean, I I have a kind of a problem with that too. I mean, I, I've watched The Sopranos and I, I enjoy the show for what it is, but you know I, I don't I, I kind of get a little bit lost when people sort of find this pride in you know Sopranos or the you know the, the Godfather movies and the connection with the mafia. I mean, you know, on one hand, they'll the people will will sort of you know put it down, but at the same time, you could sense a little bit of pride in there. I mean, uh, maybe it wasn't a coincidence that, you know, HBO premiered the movie, uh, The Many Saints of, of Newark, which is a Sopranos movie on October 1st, you know, the first day of Italian American Heritage Month. And so I, I watched the movie. And, you know, f first thing is that caught me off guard was that I didn't, I, I didn't make the connection with the title, you know, The Many Saints of Newark comes from the name of the the, the, the last name of the main character is uh, it's Dicky Moltisanti. So many saints, I guess, is his name, his 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 cognome, and that's how they got the name of the movie. Um, but it, you know, it was a good movie. It's well acted and you know well uh, filmed as far as the photography, the the dialogue. I mean, it's really good, but again, it, it sort of tries to glorify this life a little bit. Uh, even if though they show the bad side of it, you, you still kind of feel sympathetic towards the characters, even though these guys are just terrible. And and so I, I think that's something that Italian-Americans have always struggled with is, you know, identifying these these mafia characters as, as really, really bad people and, and a really bad portrayal of Italian-American heritage. And so, uh, you know, once Italians sort of, you know, distance themselves from it, but then again, they have a certain amount of pride in, in these movies and these characters. So I think that's something that, you know, Italian-Americans need to reconcile a little bit. It's up to the individual to, to figure out how to do that, I suppose. But, um, 
That, that sort of brings me back to another thought that I had. You know, I'm, I am Italian-American, but I came from Chicago, not from New York. I, I feel like, and this is, you know, again, I'm, I'm inviting any kind of criticism on this you want to give me, but um, I kind of feel like in Chicago, or at least in my family, I mean, we sort of held those two things separately and different. Well, you know, the same person with two hands holding him, you know, two things in two different hands. So you have your Italian heritage, which you're proud of, and your American heritage, which you're proud of. And we didn't really miss, mix them, it seemed to me. Um, you know, we were pretty clear. I was pretty clear, my dad, I mean, that we were Americans and, you know, we were proud to be of Italian heritage, but we didn't really identify as Italian-American necessarily. We were Italian, we were Americans of Italian descent. And I think it's a little different when I see, you know, um, you know, the classic Italian-American from the New York neighborhoods that, that sort of have this whole different culture and it, it's, it's a kind of a combination of the two in a way but it's it's its own thing it really is its own thing and you have these uh, discussions on facebook is you know do you call it sauce or gravy i mean i, I don't know that's a question that we never asked ourselves or we call, <laughs> we called it sugo we called it by the italian name and um and so i i don't understand why you know there's this sort of thing um you know where it's become its own thing and in, in these groups discussions on facebook if you try to interject some actual italian into the discussion people get kind of mad at you oh yeah well that's italian you know i mean but that's what we're talking about they call themselves italian yet if you try to introduce anything genuinely italian uh from italy uh, then then everyone gets kind of offended and like you're trying to tell them how their culture is and you're they're wrong and you correct their spelling or they're, you know, they have these crazy words and spellings that you know obviously they've become bastardized over the course of generations you know originally that was an italian word or more likely a dialect italian dialect word you know it sort of becomes uh this pidgin english version of it and then these two things become conflated and then over the generations the spelling gets changed and so you have these words that just absolutely have no meaning in italian whatsoever uh, but they become part of this italian american lexicon that um you know it differs not only from region to region or fa you know family to family even person to person generation to generation so uh, it's just a complete disconnect of it from italian heritage and you know it's fine if that's if that's what you want to recognize it at but i guess my frustration comes in with these people just so you know passionately defended as something italian oh that's what it was when i was growing up or this is how it was in my neighborhood or my family which again i mean that's fine for your neighborhood your family but don't don't try to impose that as being authentically Italian, because it's certainly not, and it's easy enough to, to demonstrate that. So, um, you know, I try to stay out of these discussions now. I, I, you know, having lived in Italy myself, you know, and that's another thing, I think I have kind of a unique perspective, because, you know, having growing up, grown up Italian-American family, and then having had an experience of living in Italy for several years and seeing, you know, the the huge <laughs> disconnect between these, these two cultures, um, you know, I, I can recognize them both and appreciate them both, but I, I just, I want, you know, others to, I mean, it's not up to me to, to be the Italian-American police, but, uh, I, you know, just recognize that there's two, there are two separate things. And, you know, people are, are proud of their Italian name or this recipe from their grandmother, but uh, they, they just don't want to recognize this evolution, all these changes that have occurred. And, and um, you know, it's part of the story. It's part of the whole narrative. And it's, and it's, uh, you know, it's an ever-evolving narrative. But uh, you, you just got to sort of find your place on the timeline and, and, and understand that uh, what's accurate today in your 
mind or your family or neighborhood is not necessarily connected in, in any meaningful way to what was brought here from Italy originally, you know, 100 years or more ago. So that's all. And, you know, again, I, I want more people to talk up to me about this because I, I want to find, um, you know, my happy medium to have conversations with, with people who are, you know, so dogmatic about their um, Italian-American heritage that really doesn't resemble anything truly Italian. Well, I guess that's all I really wanted to say. I, I really just want to throw it out there and see what people have to say about that from their perspective. Um, you know, again, it is Italian American Heritage Month, October, not coincidentally the same month in which we celebrate Columbus Day. So I'm just trying to find the, the point where these things diverge or converge, depending on your perspective, and how we can reconcile um, you know, some of these discrepancies with where we're at now with our Italian-American history, um, you know, in the timeline of things. So please, you know, leave some comments on the on my blog or on the Facebook page or, um, you know, I'm, I'm on SoundCloud with this, with this podcast, so you can go there too. But I think Facebook or, you know, my blog is probably the place to go, rickzulo.com. Also, if you have a chance, jump over to my discussion of uh, Italian food and the Mediterranean diet. Uh, on eatlikeanitalian.com, where I try to get into more the philosophical approach to eating like an Italian. I mean, really the Mediterranean style, which is proven to be so healthy year after year, wins the award for the healthiest diet. Uh, because for one thing, it's the one of the easiest to maintain, and um, it's, it's obviously very healthy. So um, come over there if you want and join that conversation. And thanks for listening to the podcast, and I will be back soon. Ciao. Okay, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, please click over to iTunes to subscribe and leave an honest review. Join me next time when I discuss another topic of Italian culture. Until then, arrivederci. Italia, Italia, Oh